There's incredible personal freedom in truth, yet we spend so much of our lives showing up the way we think we should. The ways that will make our parents happy, our colleagues respect us, society at large accept us, and of course, the ways that will make us look good on Instagram and social media. In My Truth is the antidote to the shoulds. Be a fly on the wall as my guests and I dive into the untruths we're currently living with and work through them together in real time. I'm Sarah Regalhuth, your host, and as I recently updated my Instagram bio to read, I'm not one thing, but many. Professionally, I run Grow My Team. I'm one of the co-founders of the League of Extraordinary Women, but personally, I'm a lot more than that. Last year, I moved through a breakdown. I also moved through a breakup. I also changed my entire career professionally, sold my company, ended 17 years in financial planning, a lot of change. During this period, I had a strong calling to share what was going on for me, to share it publicly on my blog, on my social media. I don't know why, but I really felt that it was important to open up these conversations and share with people what was really happening behind the scenes of my life. This sharing resulted in a lot of people reaching out to me to have deep conversations. And I started imagining what would it look like if other people could listen in on these conversations? What healing could come from that? I knew that I was healing. I knew the people I was having conversations with were healing. And I really felt that if other people could listen to these conversations, to what was happening in real time, as we worked through things, that healing would come for many. And so on a drive from Vancouver to Colorado, a pilgrimage, I would say, where I was moving my life back to the state that has called my heart since the first moment I ever set foot in there, this podcast, In My Truth, was born. It feels healing and growing for me. I believe it's healing and growing for my guests. And I feel that there will be healing and growing for you, my listeners. So let's dive in. Quick disclaimer before we dive in, what we talk about on In My Truth tends to be very raw and can be triggering. I have included in the show notes links to resources and places where you can get support and help if you do find yourself triggered by what we talk about. Welcome loves to this episode of In My Truth. I have my gorgeous friend Jessica Ann here with me today. We're sitting on my lounge room floor. She's been with me for the weekend in Colorado, which has been fabulous. I feel like we've talked everything already through so but then again we haven't stopped so I'm sure there's always more <laughs> um, Jessica and I met recently in Turks and Caicos at Jeff's camp uh, which was just the most amazing experience I've had David David I always say David because my my Australian background defaults to David David Elrond on my show just recently and yeah it's been amazing to meet all those wonderful people in Turks and Jess you are one of them so thank you for coming on the show thank you for being here with me this weekend tell us a little bit about you my absolute pleasure thank you so much for having me here in Colorado um, I've just enjoyed knowing you the second I met you. <laughs> it's been great. Yeah, you're just like a soul sister yeah. from the get-go, so thank you. <laughs> yeah, my pleasure. So a little bit about me. I uh, am a writer, poet, philosopher, and a yogi. <laughs> a little bit of everything. Um, and a world traveler. I love traveling. I love freedom. It's my core value. 
And I love meeting other like-minded souls on a similar mission. Mm-hmm. For those of you who listen and know me and follow me, you've probably already picked up that Jess and I have a lot in common. <laughs> we love to create, we love to write and express, and we love to travel. So yeah, it's no surprise that we connected so quickly. Yeah. We actually, you were the first person I met yeah. when, and I saw you on the plane. So I don't know, I don't think you remembered, but I walked out of the bathroom of the plane and you were coming yeah. to the bathroom mm-hmm. and obviously like I just walked by you. And then when I met you at the um, airport gate, I was like, I fucking know this girl. Like, how do I know her? And then I was like, Oh, I don't know her. I saw her on the plane. So (laughs) So that was kind of funny, but yeah. Yeah. Anyhow. Um, amazing to have you here. All right. So what are we going, like, where do we continue? We've been talking about so many things this weekend. It's been pretty amazing. It's just been, so it's such an inspiration. There's been a lot of truth. A lot of truth, a lot of truth going down. Um, it's just been a lot of uh, kind of being present with what is and mm-hmm. surrendering is really where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. Trying to get out of my head as much as possible and be in my body. <laughs> and I find that kind of talking to you, I'm realizing like so many synchronicities with our journeys and where we've been previously and how much relationships influence entrepreneurship and business. Oh my God, everything. (laughs) And a lot of people, you know, like to live that compartmentalized life and they like to see his work separate from their relationships and vice versa. But I think that there's so much truth in just owning all of you and putting your full self out into the world, no matter what's going on. Yeah. Um, And because if you don't, then it builds. And then there's a part of you that kind of gets lost in the translation of your future self. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is there, is that what's going on for you right now? I think a little bit. Yeah. I am like you. I've also had a divorce. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, It happened a few years ago and I never found the right time to talk publicly about it. Mm -hmm. So thank you for holding the space for me (laughs) to finally share this. My pleasure. It's been a while and I've healed a lot and I've grown a lot. And I've, you know, been releasing art into the world in different ways Mm -hmm. that kind of show my path, but I never really fully transparently came out and was like, I just got a divorce. What's the like feeling around that? Do you feel, yeah, what do you feel? Why, why did you feel that you couldn't or that you didn't know how to? What was the point? It's shame, I think. Mm -hmm. It's shame. But then when I meet people like you and the first thing you say to a group of people is, I got a divorce. It's just like, (laughs) it's so refreshing. I don't know why that's the first thing I say. I mean, when we were introducing, (laughs) it's just so So refreshing to be like, why am I carrying this weight around unnecessarily? I healed personally from it, but being able to share that publicly out into the world is no longer triggering. I'm not ashamed of it. I'm actually quite proud of it, to be Mm -hmm. honest. I love the person I've become since that divorce. I love the person I was before the divorce. Mm. I love all of me. And being able to express that is liberating now. Mm-hmm. So this is just itself is just so liberating to just say. You Do know. you feel nervous about it though? Not or? at all. No. no. Okay. I mean, a little bit because, you know, it's funny because you think of different versions of yourself that different versions of yourself that are out there in the world. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we all, we were talking about this at one point mm-hmm. throughout the weekend. Like there's a dynamic to each relationship and each friendship. Yeah. So it's like every person out there has maybe a different, I don't know if you know me personally, if you don't, whatever, but there's a different version of myself. And I try to be the same person to everyone. I'm just totally like self-expressed, but mm-hmm. people's perception 
of me or of anyone out there is going to be different based on their experiences, their background, um, their judgments, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. It's We're always interpreting other people based on our own experiences and perceptions. So a little part of me is a really small part of me cares, but then a larger part of me, it's like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's such a fine line to walk between like, I don't give a fuck and like, actually I do. Yeah. <laughs> like actually, if I'm really honest with myself, like I do. Yeah. Yeah. I find, I also find it interesting, like what, as you say, we all have different experiences and coming from different places. Like I don't think I really ever did feel ashamed of my divorce, which is probably why I just come out and say it. And I don't quite know why that is. I'm not necessarily proud of it. I certainly didn't get married in the (laughs) hopes or with the expectation of getting divorced, but, um, for whatever reason, that thing in my life just happened to be something that I was like, well, that's what happened. Like disappointed, disappointed, pain really sucked, but I didn't feel shame. But I find that so interesting that you felt shame and there's things that I feel shame about that you would be just like, why would you care about that? Like, (laughs) isn't that interesting? Like how we bring shame to things based on the stories that we tell ourselves or the experiences Mm -hmm. we've had or other people who are important to our life, their perception. Mm-hmm. like parents or I don't know, mentors or people we respect. But the funny thing for me is when I was married, I never spoke to anyone, anyone really that I remember about the challenges that I was facing because mm-hmm. we were like the power couple, the dynamo, like we mm-hmm. had like a, an image, right? Going yeah. back to this concept of like, you know, the, the different versions of ourself. Uh, and I find that interesting because I was ashamed that we had, Mm-hmm. that I was struggling, that I had issues. And I mean, I'd complain occasionally about, you know, mm-hmm. oh, I had this fight, this was really annoying, but like really talking about the depths of the challenges that I was facing, I didn't have anyone that I wanted to talk to about it because I felt ashamed of that. Mm-hmm. I felt ashamed of like, I don't know, just that we had these issues and I didn't know how to, mm-hmm. I didn't want to talk to anyone about it. I wanted to be seen as the thing. Yeah, so that's yeah. interesting. Like yeah. that was my shame. And then I don't know, when we got divorced, it was almost like everything just exploded and I was like, okay, I'm done. And then I was able to talk about it. That's weird. I think for me, it came down to the fact that I was using the depression and the sadness to be creative, Mm -hmm. like to really like just step into that creative force Mm -hmm. that had been in me and was always in me, but it really came out and I was able to transmute that through all the darkness and through all that sadness. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it was around the same time that I launched my book, I published my book, I was traveling, I was speaking. I really kind of came into myself Mm -hmm. the second that I kind of cut the cord Mm -hmm. with my ex-husband and I could really own and be free Mm -hmm. in who I am as an individual. And really learning that it was okay at the time to not share it in the moment because mm. I needed a little bit of a uh, privacy yeah, to yeah. what was going on. And not everyone's going to choose the path that I'm choosing to just share everything as it's unfolding. Um, and I haven't always, so that's where I'm at right now. And I may not always be in that place, but it's mm. helping me. So speaking of that, like how, how does it come up for you now? How does it feel now? Yeah, now it feels... I'm always wondering how I'm like bringing any baggage into my current situation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've done a lot of healing on myself, done a lot of therapy, a lot of yoga, a lot of meditation. Um, and, you know, I think now I'm in a really good place with my current partner. And I'm just noticing, though, how it kind of ties into 
our work in the world. You know, mm-hmm. even though I'm in a good place now, there's always these little like hurdles or little things about yourself that you know to be true. Mm-hmm. There's the truth, which is how we express our truth externally. And then there's the honor, Mm -hmm. you know, honor is what we do behind the scenes Mm -hmm. when the blinds are closed, Mm -hmm. you know, when no one else is seeing. And that honor is, there's a disconnect sometimes with, uh, not always, but like with what I share to the world and like who I am today. So that like truth and the honor, they go hand in hand together. Mm -hmm. And when they are, when they are together, when they're kind of running parallel to each other, there's alignment. Mm -hmm. And when you're in alignment, then you can kind of like go to the transcendence. Mm -hmm. And Matt Kahn talked about this recently in his latest um, YouTube video, um, which I'm quoting him from. So Mm -hmm. I just find that analogy or that acronym super powerful because when everything's working together, you can be in your truth, you can be in your honor to get to aligned frequency of a, you know, transcendence. You can really be a superhuman when you express yourself and you're fully expressed in your truth and you are not playing small, Mm -hmm. you know, because we always have that small part of ourselves that's in our head. It's the ego. Mm -hmm. And then we have the larger part of ourselves, which is the soul. Yeah. And when we have our soul speak to the smaller part of ourselves, then we can really evolve Mm. and we can tell our smaller, the inner child's that it's going to be okay. That no matter what you decide in the moment, it's going to work out in the future. And that's where I'm at right now because I'm at a scary point in my life where I signed up for something that was not in alignment with my freedom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and freedom being my core value, I said yes because it was an amazing opportunity. And now I'm finding myself that it's not what I thought it was. And Do you want to take us through a little bit of what it is or... Sure. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So I've been an entrepreneur for seven years running my own business from wherever in the world. Mm -hmm. And I recently had an opportunity that came to me um, randomly. I wasn't even looking um, for a (laughs) J-O-B. Yikes. I can see how tough you find it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's really, really tough. Uh, Just because I've always prided myself on being that entrepreneur, always Mm -hmm. figuring things out. Even when things aren't good, you know, you always find a way to figure it out. Mm -hmm. Well, all of a sudden I wanted the easy way out. I was like, sure, I'm going to sign up for this. And here I am. I moved to beautiful uh, Sausalito and here I am. And I am kind of miserable Mm -hmm. for the first time, like really fucking miserable for the first time of running my business. Not because of anything. Well, it's really just because of alignment was off. Mm-hmm. I was signed up for something that was out of my core value, which is freedom. It looked good on the surface mm-hmm. and I have to go to an office mm. for the first time in seven years. <laughs> so it's painful. It's really traumatic. And I'm honestly experiencing, it sounds crazy, but I'm experiencing trauma mm-hmm. <laughs> from going into an office. Yeah, It's traumatic. I literally have to go to like a sauna at least twice a week to sweat. I have to work out. I have to constantly be meditating or doing yoga just to ground my body in my body because I'm finding that I don't have the opportunity throughout an eight-hour workday to do Mm self-care. So when I step into that office, I am, and I'm such an open kind of vessel, like I'm an empath, so I take on a lot of the energies in the office and I have a really hard time with not letting it get to me Mm -hmm. and working through the trauma of being in it. It sounds so silly saying that out loud, but it's kind of like, I feel like I um, betrayed myself. Yeah. Betrayed myself in a really big way that 
Is the trauma related more to that than the actual office, do you think? It could be a little bit of both, I think. I'm not sure. Mm. It could be, yeah, I think, it, I think that's exactly what it is, to be honest. So interesting, isn't it? I think it is because, you know, when I signed up for it, I thought I would have a lot more freedom than I do. And now I am, you know, just having to be in alignment with other people's needs, which isn't taking care of my own needs. Mm-hmm. And saying yes to things that I don't want to say yes to just because you have, that's what you do when you have a job. But when you're an entrepreneur, you have the liberty of saying no to whatever you don't want to do because you're yeah. your own boss. Yeah. So now I'm saying yes to a lot of things, and I have to be in an office. And I the you know it's not run how I prefer to do business. I like you know very um, I like to be in flow, mm-hmm. which is hard to do when you're not your own boss. Yeah. When I'm my own boss, I can find flow pretty regularly throughout the day. And, you know, now I am uh, not able to find that. And that takes away from my joy and joy. Every year I come up with a new word Enjoy was my word for uh, 2019. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because there's a paradox. It's like, okay, I found joy by getting here. And now that I'm here, it's like, okay, I'm not joyful. Sometimes very often, most of the day, mm. Um, even though I love, you know, some of the work I'm doing and some of the clients that we work with are amazing, but, um, the energy to not being free is really what's holding me back. And it's really what is triggering me. I'm triggering myself every day when I have to like put on makeup, put on normal clothes, quote unquote, normal clothes, put on shoes, get in a car and drive. I feel stifled. My Mm -hmm. creative energy wants to just be free wearing you know, elephant pants (laughs) and just, you know, being a wild woman. Yeah. (laughs) I think that when you said, like you were just looking me right in the eye when you said I've betrayed myself and I know that feeling so deeply and it's something that I'm striving so hard not to do anymore because I realized my abandonment wounding actually led me to a life of kind of betraying myself because I didn't want to be abandoned. So I tried to fit in with everybody else's what they needed and wanted only to discover that I was actually abandoning myself or betraying myself to use your words every time I did that. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's bringing up for me, uh, like when I moved to Vancouver, I had all of these plans, which was last year. I had all of these plans to, um, travel and to live, split my time between New York and Bali. And then I met, you know, this deep love who I'm like ashamed right now to even say like how much I'm struggling with this breakup. And I feel like I'm just on fucking repeat about it. I was crying at 3am in my bed last night. I was crying when you came downstairs, like (laughs) I'm just struggling. And I feel ashamed about that. I feel like I should be able to just move past this to get over it, to get on with it, but I'm not, I'm struggling. But back to the story is I that's what I did. I had all of these plans. I was going to split time between New York and Bali. I met this absolute man in my dreams, fell madly deeply in love. And, you know, he asked me to move to Vancouver and I sat and tried to wrangle with the decision, but ultimately just decided to go because of how much I loved him. But instantly it was just that feeling of like, I'm betraying myself. Like this is not what I wanted. And I think we, when we do it, there's always these different reasons and justifications that we can make and things that look amazing, but like it's in our heart and our truth, we know that it's not the thing. And I think what I'm trying to 
figure out right now, like my goal now is to stay in alignment with myself so that I don't betray myself. But that doesn't necessarily mean it's like a hard no. I think like, what are the other possibilities for this scenario? Like that amazing opportunity that came to you, like what are the other possibilities where we can stay in our truth and our alignment, but still somehow dip into that opportunity? And I feel like oftentimes and I still have that tendency where I can just be kind of like, it's a yes or a no versus trying to stretch my brain and my mind to think like, how else could we do this? How else could this work? How else could I work with this client or this customer or be in this relationship or do this thing without letting go of who I am and what I need and what I want. And it's fucking hard like to figure that out and to be (laughs) in that Mm -hmm. and to also not get in a headspace of like, that's really selfish or Mm -hmm. whatever. And that's the other thing is like, I've, thought I knew myself better and I'm not going to beat myself up about it. And I have no regrets Mm -hmm. because it's all part of the soul's evolution. It's being in your soul and you're so aligned with who you are and then kind of dipping back always that, you know, back and forth between your ego and the soul. And my soul like took this opportunity from the get-go. But now that, you know, my ego, it's not even my ego. It's kind of just being okay with the decision that I made, honoring the decision without letting it control the next however long. Like, yeah, like you don't me. have to stay in it just because you said yes. Like, yeah, and it, and it's so liberating to see the paradox, the contrast. Yeah. It's really contrast is what I love, and I wasn't able to get this contrast because I've had freedom for seven years, and I always took it for granted. Mm. I could just take my MacBook wherever in the world run a business. And I started taking it for granted. And I was living in LA before I moved here. And I ended up just isolating myself Mm. and I wasn't taking it for granted. And I was taking it for granted in LA Mm because I ended up not leaving my house. I was totally isolated. I didn't want to go anywhere because of the traffic. I stopped going to speaking gigs because I would end up binge drinking Mm -hmm. (laughs) and I would just go into a downward spiral. So I stopped really putting myself out there in the world because I wanted to honor the truth of my soul. But then the counter argument to that is you're not getting out there. Like you're a business owner. Why aren't you out there? Why aren't you speaking? Why aren't you meeting people? But I would always, um, you know, rationalize it by saying like, I'm just in my flow. I'm just doing my thing. And it was this feminine energy that kind of took over my business. And I let that guide me too much when I was living in LA. And I, started, you know, just kind of not thinking anything mattered. And that's not good when you're running a business. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm back on the other side and I can see so much contrast between that feminine energy and now I'm stepping into a more masculine energy of really lit up by my business again and I'm really focused on the value that I can provide to other entrepreneurs. There are so many people in office jobs that are miserable yeah. that I want to help that, you know, I, I am the vehicle. My business is the vehicle rather. Not me. I'm not taking this personally anymore. (laughs) It's not about me. It's my business. So my business and the services my businesses offer, my business offers is the vehicle to get people from point A to point B. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't able to feel into that when I was in What a gift. What a gift. Like out of all of it, you are now living where you want to live in a much like in terms of your lifestyle we've speak you spoke you've mentioned a little here but we've spoken about a lot over the weekend you're very very happy with your home where you live your surroundings all that 
and that was because of this job. Mm-hmm. And then um, also this gift of being able to see what you were taking for granted. Like it's actually amazing when we can reframe it, but <laughs> obviously you've got to do the hard thing right now, which is to like figure your way <laughs> out yeah. of it. Um, yeah. And it might that. just be staying with them, but more doing it as a consultant or doing it in a, in a way that I can still have my freedom. Cause I yeah. love the organization. I think that they're great and I want to inspire change and transformation within the organization. That's what I signed up for. Yeah. And I want to fulfill that promise. But just because I signed an employee contract doesn't necessarily mean that I can't move that into a contractor and yeah. have my freedom while still being able to work with these people that need my services, that need my help. Yeah. Amazing. So I'm I am scared. Just, yeah. I am just spotting your driver outside. Oh, wow. okay. <laughs> so Jess and I decided to quickly record this before she headed out this morning. So we'll have to cut it there, but I think we got to some really great stuff. So thank you so much for being so open and so vulnerable. And I know that like I can feel into what a gift this has been and how it's going to propel you forward. And I'm sure you can start to see that as well. It's just, as I say, there's, there's often the hard things that we need to do in between now and where we can see we need to be. So thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. This is such a gift. My pleasure. And we'll definitely have to do it again when we have a little more time even. Yeah. There's the knocking on the door. Just jumping in again quickly now that I've said goodbye to Jess to round out this episode. I think what's really standing out to me is we get stuck sometimes thinking that the things that we got ourselves into that we can't get ourselves out of them. And reality is we can, like we got ourselves in, we can get ourselves out. Also just the fact that there is infinite possibilities of how things can go. Um, and we can push ourselves to think about different ways that we can get out of things, change things, shift the dynamic, whether it's a relationship, a business, um, anything really, uh, we're never stuck the way we think we are. Um, Yeah, that's kind of what's standing out for me today. And I don't know what else I have to say. Like I'm just, my my shame right now uh, kind of came up when we were talking is just how much I'm struggling with releasing this breakup. And I feel like I'm just surrendering to be like, okay, well, I don't know. There is no way out. It'll, it'll happen when it happens. And my heart hurts today and it'll hurt for as long as it'll hurt. And Maybe I'm going to stop doing all the things to try to heal for a while and just be and just, I don't know, just let it be. So we'll see. We'll see. It's a struggle for me right now. I'm in the trenches, Um, but everything else is good in my life. So I'm grateful for that. Thank you everyone so much for joining me today. I love you all. I feel you all. And I'm with you as you wrangle your truths. Thanks for listening to this episode of In My Truth. You can find the show notes on my website under the tab podcasts or sarahregelhuth.com forward slash In My Truth podcast. To stay updated on all of our episodes, subscribe to the podcast in your favorite podcasting app. We cover some pretty intense stuff in our episodes. So if anything is coming up for you, please don't be afraid to reach out for help. In the show notes of every episode, you'll find a list of resources but good friend Google will always be able to help you depending on where you're located in the world. Remember, you're not alone and there is hope even though it may not feel that way at times. Talk to someone, a friend or family member and let them support you. Reach out to a professional, do whatever you need to start your journey back to feeling good. 
And if you'd like to be a guest on the show, either publicly or anonymously, head to my website and book in. Once again, it's sarahregalhoop.com forward slash in my truth podcast. Thanks again for being here.